Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. It is an honor to be here with you once again, sprinkling your life with insights and guidance and little nuggets to help you shift from head to heart and help you really embody your divinity. Being able to live life by divine is such a gift, not only for you, but for everyone. And when life bumps into our leftovers, it's challenging to live life by divine. We often go into life by default. And the holidays is one of those times where a lot of people feel leftovers. Life bumps up into our leftovers. And that causes us to feel grief, sadness, negativity, stress, worry, anxiety. There can be family drama. There's a lot of things that can go on around the holidays. So today, as I am in your ears, joining you on this beautiful day, I want to honor where you're at. And for some of you, you may be coming to listen to the radio show looking for inspiration because you're trying to get away from the negativity that's happening around you or that's happening in your own mind. Or others, you might just be looking for some inspiration and some insights and something to add to the joy that's already there. Today's topic is how to navigate negativity when the holidays don't bring you joy. And I know for me, there's a lot of history around holidays for me, especially around Christmas. I grew up with Christmas. And it was always a challenge in a way. I was always looking forward to it, but it was always a challenge. So the thing that happens when it comes to holidays, joining with family in in different times of the year, is whatever is left over, whatever old wounds we haven't dealt with, whatever old trauma we haven't dealt with, whatever sadness or grief or emotions we haven't felt, they will rise up to the surface. And when life bumps up into our leftovers, the density that's left within us somewhere on some level, it's usually an energetic density that can show up as an emotion, it can show up as a physical thing in the physical body, a sensation or pain or even an injury or an illness. When life bumps up into our leftovers, it can be very jarring and it can be very challenging Today I'd like to share with you some tools and some insights and just some a different perspective around the holidays and a different way to approach the gatherings and the experiences that you have coming up on your schedule. So as we embark on this journey together, Christmas Day morning, 
I want to invite you to just pause to take some deep breaths and really take a moment to become present. In this present moment, let your breath bring you here. In this present moment, there are opportunities for healing. In this present moment, there are opportunities to feel the feelings that are rising up, to be with the emotions, whether they're positive or negative emotions, we don't need to judge them. Just be aware. Just take a moment to pause and breathe and be here, right here, right now with me. As you're listening to my voice, just be with yourself. Be here now. It's so tempting to try and be somewhere else. It's so tempting to get up into the head and get up into the story of what happened or what didn't happen and what so-and-so did and what so-and-so didn't do. Whether it's the past or whether it's worrying about the future, you will not find peace in the mind. You can find peace in the heart and the mind will calm. But if you're up in your head looking for peace, you won't find it. I invite you just to breathe. Breathing in and breathing out. Something as simple as the breath is a powerful tool to calm us. It actually, 10 deep breaths in and out of the nose, keeping the throat soft and relaxed, can actually turn off the flight or fight response in the body and turn on the rest, restoration, that relax and restore response in the body. Your breath is a powerful tool and you have it no matter where you are. In every moment you have your breath and chances are if you're feeling anxious or upset or you're being triggered by someone or something, chances are your breath is probably shallow. It's probably tight. Muscles are maybe tense around the, the ribs and the chest and the back, preventing the breath from deep, deepening. Sometimes we grip at the diaphragm, which is just at the point of our third chakra, our solar plexus. We often will grip there. The invitation is just to soften, use your breath. Breathing in, softening. Exhaling, softening. Breathing in, just a soft breath. And exhaling, melting the muscles. Just be here with me. Be curious, be open, be willing to heal. Whatever needs to heal. The challenge with the holidays is there's really big expectations. Not only from ourselves, like we have these high expectations, these hopes and dreams and wishes for the holidays. These expectations create disappointment. We expect others to behave a certain way. We expect them not to behave a certain way. We expect to be received and accepted for who we are, or we expect to be judged. I want you to explore your expectations around holidays. 
and be curious about how your expectations can lead to disappointment. Remember when my boyfriend, way back when I was younger, I we had we would often go back. I, I live in British Columbia. We go back to Ontario to visit family, and I had a very limited time to visit family, so it was really important to me to be able to share Christmas with my family because I didn't see them most of the rest of the year because we were provinces away, other sides of the country. So when we went back for Christmas, I wanted my boyfriend there for the family dinner and for that that celebration, and so usually Christmas Day. And his tradition was to go out with his friends on Christmas Eve and, and have a big party. So I let him go do that. It was I was it was fine. It was his thing. But after two or three years, we were together for five years. So two or three years of it. What would happen is there's this pattern that happened is they would be partying until about, you know, six, seven in the morning, and then they'd all pass out. And I would come to pick him up and he'd be sleeping, just falling asleep. Like, so I'm trying to get him at like nine or 10 to, to head to my, to my brother's place for dinner. And I'd finally get him awoken and wake him up. And he would still be drunk. We'd go to my brother's place and then he would like pass out and sleep the whole day. And some, I think one or two times practically slept through dinner. So I started to really resent Christmas Day and Christmas dinner. And I didn't realize it. It was just a very stressful, very anxious because I had this expectation that he would show up and that he would be able to be there the next day after partying with his friends all night. And I was always disappointed. So years later, I, I, I really was kind of like, I felt a little scroogey. I started to feel a little scrooge like around Christmas. It was very interesting that it shifted because I, I, I don't remember being scrooge like before. So I started to really be curious about it. And we hadn't we were no longer together. So this is years after we broke up. But I still had that that imprint, that memory, that wound that wasn't healed. I still had that wound and I didn't forgive it. I, I held the resentment. When I met my husband and we had our first Christmas together. I wanted it to be joyful. I wanted it I wanted to be happy, but I really just felt like a bit of a scrooge. And again, I was curious and looking at that because I didn't want to feel that way. I didn't want to move into, you know, being building a family and and being scrooge like. So I started to look at my resentment. I was able to get in underneath it. I was able to do some forgiveness. I was able to let go of how the past was and recognize that it was actually connected to what was happening in the present moment only because it was left over within me only because I didn't heal it fully so in the first couple years of being with my husband I really had to do some conscious work around healing and letting go of the history and the the nature of that resentment 
my willingness to look underneath and see that it wasn't just connected to stress at the time, it was actually connected to the past. My willingness to look and practice kind of hindsight and present moment hindsight allowed me to clear and align with the present moment. So a lot of what we feel when we get back in touch with family, we kind of come back together with family is, is our leftovers. There's, there's certain patterns and, and behaviors that we do when we're around family that we don't do necessarily when we're not around them. So that can actually be triggering too, because I know for me, it's like when I'm in alignment, I feel clear, I feel good. I'm, I'm doing, I can live life by divine. I'm, I'm letting the divine force work through me. And then as I was kind of in that transition between life by design and life by divine, I started to recognize that when I was around family, I would kind of revert back to old behaviors and old ways of being like childhood kind of old behaviors and feel small and feel unimportant and feel left out and, and kind of exclude myself. It was more me doing that. But what I recognized is that it was just a pattern that was playing out. And when we came back together, it was still there because it hadn't been healed. I hadn't processed it, moved through it and cleared it. So the invitation for you is to use the holidays as an opportunity to heal, especially if you're feeling triggered, especially if you're having negative emotions rise up, grief, loss, anything that's coming up, use it for your healing. Be willing to give yourself permission just to feel what you're feeling in the moment that you're feeling it. Stop trying to be in joy. Stop trying to be happy. Just be where you are. Feel how you feel. Give yourself permission to just be there. In the present moment, I often say in the present moment, the present moment is a gift. And if we unwrap it with anticipation for the healing and the potential it holds, then we actually can find purpose and meaning in the moment. And we can find purpose and meaning even when we're not experiencing life as others may be. It's easy to judge when you're not feeling joy and other people around you appear to be feeling joy. It's easy to judge when you're feeling grief and loss and everyone else is happy about the holidays. It's easy to judge when you're sitting in deep grief because you've lost someone and maybe this is your first Christmas without them. Or maybe this Christmas just reminds you or, or the holidays just remind you of them and that grief is washing up. It's easy to judge. My encouragement, my invitation for you is to honor where you're at. Be okay with the grief. Be okay with the feelings of loss. Be okay with the negativity. Be okay with however you're feeling. I give you so I give you full permission just to feel how you're feeling in the moment. Even in this moment. If there's tears, let them be. Let them have their space. Let them express themselves. Emotions are energy in motion. And when we look at grief and loss, it's a process. It's not, an, it's not something we can do overnight. It's a process. And there's times where you'll hit a certain 
point in the year and you'll have more grief or you'll be reminded of somebody that's no longer physically in the in the world with you and and you'll have a moment of grief and and that's part of the process sometimes with holidays as well it's just these these kind of reminders these points of 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 anchors in our lives that kind of represent time passing and a lot of people feel grief and loss around time passing now time is of the ego but it still feels very real as a human we're in this we're embracing our humanness i talked about that last week embracing our humanness and embodying our divinity we're still human even though we're divine beings we're still human having these human experiences so honor the emotions that come with that When you feel triggered, when you feel something negative, when you feel an emotion, give yourself permission just to feel it. Just be with it. You, if you judge it, you actually, like, it's like choking it and holding on to it and gripping it. It's keeping it in place longer. When you feel an emotion rising, whether it's guilt or shame or loss it doesn't matter what it is even if it's joy give it some space for the expression because the energy wants to move it wants to express itself and when you give it some space for the expression it can actually clear it can actually rise up and, and clear or it can move out of the body in the path of least resistance and with grief or loss often it's tears with sadness it's tears not always but sometimes If you create space for the emotion to be expressed, then that energy actually rises up and leaves completely. And you never have to deal with that layer again. Now another layer might come rising up right away and replace that space. And there may be another layer to look at, another layer to be felt and expressed and released. Just give yourself permission. You don't have to be happy in the holidays. You don't have to be joyful. Just be where you are. Feel how you feel. It's okay. I give you full permission. Not that you even need it, but I'm going to give you full permission just to feel, just to be, not to try. The other thing I'm going to give you full permission to do is say no. And as challenging as that can be for some people, saying no, when it's, especially when it's guided, when it's divine guidance not to go someplace, not to show up, then it's actually serving everybody, even if it looks like you're disappointing others. It's actually serving everyone, including you. Remember, that when you follow your heart, when you trust the divine to guide you, when you trust spirit to lead you, that guidance, that wisdom is coming from a place that is operating on everyone's behalf. Life by divine is operating on everyone's behalf for everyone's highest good, including you. So when you tune into your heart and you're not feeling to go somewhere, then don't go. Say no. It's okay to say no. 
I have my 30-day challenge coming up in January, the Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong 30-day challenge to navigate life when the shift hits the fan. And one of the chapters in my book, it's all based on my book, we're going to go through the chapters of the book from day one to day 30. One of the chapters in my book is Stop People Pleasing. People pleasing is, it's, it's a chronic, actually, it's a chronic illness. It's a chronic, chronic illness. And there's a lot of people that do it. And I'm sure you can reflect on your life and see in some ways where you do, in some ways where maybe you don't. But I have a feeling that most of us at one point or another, if not still, have a tendency to people please. So I'm going to give you permission to follow your heart, even if it means saying no, saying no to an invitation, saying no to going to an event, saying no to helping out, volunteering, whatever it is. I give you permission to say no. Especially when your heart is leading you not to. It's it's so essential to follow as much as you can. Just follow your heart as much as you can. Trust the guidance because it's on behalf of everybody. It's serving all of us, everyone, including you. People pleasing is one of those things. It's, it's, it's tied into loyalty. Another one of the chapters in my, in my book, stand up, stand out, stand strong is, is stop being loyal. Those loyalty is often, well, loyalty is based on fear, guilt, and obligation. We feel obligated to show up. We feel obligated to say yes. We feel obligated to be and do, have, whatever it is that we're meant to. Whatever it is that we, we're expected. Again, it goes back to expectations. Whatever is expected of us. And, and showing up differently, is it takes courage. Because you are you you tend to disappoint other people. It's inevitable. Sometimes showing up is disappointing for some people. You're gonna disappoint some other people by showing up. And you're gonna disappoint by not showing up. So really you're gonna be judged either way. So my best advice and my biggest invitation for you is to follow your heart to trust your intuitive guidance and this isn't these aren't decisions we make in our heads because we could go back and forth and weigh the pros and cons and figure out who what we should do or what we shouldn't do keyword being should and we can change our minds 10,000 times and we can be in doubt and we can make those decisions from fear or we can drop into our heart space And trust that the guidance that comes through there is in service to everybody. And leading with your heart is actually a choice for love. It's a choice for love for you and it's a choice for love for others. And sometimes a choice for love creates disappointment with other people. And especially when you start to kind of shift and change certain behaviors that they're used to, you know, you doing. 
whether you're people pleaser and then you're no longer people pleasing that's 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 disorienting for people for other people that's really challenging for other people because they can't figure out where you're at now we kind of we train people how to treat us so when we're people pleasers we're chronic people pleasers others expect us to please them to accommodate to self-sacrifice and do things that perhaps we don't feel in our heart to do but we do because we feel obligated and we're loyal to the invitation is to shift those patterns to use the holidays to break some of those repetitive patterns to break some of those family patterns to break some of those generational inherited behaviors I know many of you are feeling this big, massive shift happening on the planet. And the interesting thing is I'm noticing in in the month of December, I've been noticing some other shifts. There's another shift coming. And there's a bit, again, I'm feeling like a bit of a mass exodus again. There's like a lot of people leaving the planet right now. There's a, a real resistance to the shift and change. And that leads to people getting ill and having diseases and having accidents and or leaving and taking their lives. And and if if only they could see that it's their resistance that's actually making it more challenging. If only they could see that if they actually let go of the of trying to control that which is uncontrollable and surrender to the plan that that is actually in front of them and the the plan that the divine has for their life which is really your true plan your soul's plan you're in alignment with that plan and in your heart you know that plan you said yes to it a long time ago and when we let go of the resistance and we we surrender to and we allow our path to unfold and we follow the steps that are in front of us one at a time letting our heart lead we can navigate anything, anything, any challenge. And there's an opportunity for healing. We, we start to live life as our classroom for healing and awakening. Awakening to the truth of who we really are. And in the process, we're able to unwind the ego and we're able to kind of unwind and unravel all these patterns. We're able to heal some deep traumas. But it takes courage. And there's, there is a divine courage in each one of us. So no matter how you're feeling in the holidays, you know, maybe my voice is a voice of hope for you right now. Maybe my voice is, is one of those voices that will just carry you through the holidays. Or maybe it'll inspire you to actually let go of the grip and the attachment you have and really drop into trusting your heart. Maybe it'll be the, the, the catalyst that will help you feel the depth of the grief that you're feeling. Or maybe it will allow you and give you permission to feel the feelings that are present without judgment. So that you can allow that energy to move. So you can allow the expression and then find peace on the other side of that. 
Maybe this episode is going to help you look at your past experiences around the holidays and how those past experiences or traumas are actually leading to the present moment triggers. Because we don't heal the past in the past. We heal how we feel about the past in the present moment. And if we have unresolved emotions or unfelt emotions, if we have unresolved trauma, then it will show up as triggers in the present moment. And the ego will want to project it on what's happening. It'll look out and go, it's because of this person. It's because of that. It'll cast blame on what's going on. But really, when we take it back into ourselves and feel it and look at it for ourselves, we'll actually see that it's because of the past history or the past trauma that we didn't actually process properly or we haven't been able to kind of get to a layer of it that is leading to how we feel in this moment. My invitation is to shift and take a look at what is left over for you. What do you need to feel? And you may be experiencing a fair number of joy, like a a significant amount of joy this, this holiday. And if you are, then beautiful. And if you aren't, then that's beautiful too. There's no right or wrong way to go through the holidays other than how we're programmed or taught that we should. Just, if you just take your own judgment off the plate, if you just take your own judgment out of the equation, your experience of what's happening will change. And in those moments where you feel joy, you can celebrate. And in those moments where you feel something different than joy, then you can be with it and give yourself permission. There's no right or wrong way here. So I'm going to take a moment to just take a quick break. And during the break, I just want you to breathe. Just be, just be with your breath. Feel what's there. Give yourself permission to feel. We'll take a short break, and then after the break, I'm going to go into some tools that you can use and share a little bit more insight that will help you navigate the negativity as you go through the rest of the holidays. We'll be right back. Imagine a -a one-of-a-kind sacred transformational experience that is infused with high vibrational healing energy and personalized guidance and insight. Receive a one-on-one live private intuitive healing experience with Sue as she follows her guidance and delivers exactly what you need in the moment, leaving a lasting imprint. During this private healing experience, Sue draws on a multitude of gifts, skills, channeled healing, coaching, and mind-body-soul insights, a divinely downloaded transmission specifically for you. 
Whether you have questions about your health, relationships, career, or wish to receive a message from a loved one who passed, or you need a soul retrieval, or support clearing a block or a blind spot, this one-on-one -on -one private intuitive healing experience with Sue will transform you. To learn more and to book a divine appointment with Sue, visit heartledliving.com forward slash intuitive healing. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine and I am your host, Sue Dumay. I've been talking about navigating negativity when you don't feel joy around the holidays, when the holidays don't bring you joy the way they're supposed to, according to all the songs and according to all the stories and according to all of the messages we get. What happens if you don't feel joy? What happens if you feel something other than joy? Many people judge that. They, they'll judge it for themselves and they'll judge it for others. You're supposed to be happy in the holidays. Why don't you be happy? Put a smile on your face. If you don't feel that way, it's really hard to pretend. And it's harder actually to pretend now than it ever was before. What used to work is no longer working. What, you, what we used to use to numb ourselves out and pretend and to, to mask things it doesn't work anymore. That's why so many people are going to the extreme with alcohol and going to the extreme with drugs and going to the extreme with these, these addictions because it's not working anymore. They can't ignore the pain anymore. They can't numb out their trauma. They can't hide it anymore. It's coming to the surface. It's rising, whether we want it to or not. That's good news. That's the good news. It's coming to the surface. Everything's getting uncovered. The challenge is, is that people don't know how to navigate their way through it. People don't know how to, to be in the world and be in these emotions that are rising. So what will happen is the ego will take the emotions and the upset and actually try and make you feel better. And the way it does that is it projects it out onto other people as blame. It projects the blame out. It's their fault that you feel that way. If they would just change, you would feel better. So in casting blame, we actually temporarily feel better. In that projection, projection cycle, we actually feel better temporarily. And then guilt rises up. Because on a deeper level, we know that that's not true. We know on a deeper level. Then we feel guilty. Then we don't feel good. We feel bad again. Then we want to feel better, so we project. That's the ego cycle. It projects. Projects blame. And it'll project blame on other people. It'll project blame on other things. Whatever it is, it'll project blame. As a way to feel better temporarily. But it doesn't last. And many people are burdened with guilt. Many people are burdened with shame. And half the time, they don't even know what they feel guilty or shameful about anymore. Because it's just, maybe it was one thing that happened as a child and then it's just been an accumulation of shame. It's like collecting, it's like, it's like having a rock collection and you're collecting all of the evidence of shame over the years as a child growing up and, oh, here's some more shame, here's some more shame. You just pile it all in there, tuck it in a corner somewhere. Guilt has its own corner too. Blame has a corner. All of these emotions can have a corner. Grief can have a corner. 
then you create these big piles of unresolved emotions or unresolved issues, unresolved trauma. And it gets all mixed in together and it gets all raveled up, ra- like tangled up, like a big ball of thread or yarn that's all knotted and tangled and twisted. And sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need help kind of unwinding and unraveling that. I do that a lot in my my community. I help my members kind of unravel these these complex layers. They, they feel complex because there's so much all balled up inside of them, all together. Sometimes when when the grief washes up or when they feel sad or when 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 someone feels resentment or anger, they don't know what it's for, so they they dismiss it. And you actually bypass the healing. You actually miss the opportunity there for healing. It'll come back around, but you miss you miss that bus. So sometimes you just need to feel sad and not know why. Are you okay with not knowing why? Are you okay with not knowing why? Can you feel anger? Are you okay with not knowing why you're angry? Just letting that energy of anger wash up and out. Can you give yourself permission to feel guilt? And not necessarily know what it is exactly. Not pinpoint the exact reason you feel guilty. Can you just let the energy move and express itself and rise up and out or or release down through your body? The energy needs a path to leave. And the thing is, we'll judge it or we'll question it or we'll ask why or we'll try and understand it. And in doing that, we end up actually holding it in place, keeping it stuck, burying it more, even though it can't really be buried anymore. As I just told you, what what used to work doesn't work anymore. It's in our face right now. Everything that we haven't dealt with is coming to the surface for healing. And when you have the support system around you, they can help someone that can actually witness some of your wounds, some some people that can help you unravel some of it and see what you need to see. Someone who can hold that space of unconditional love and non-judgment as you experience the emotions. Even giving yourself that space. It's such a gift. That's the best gift you can give yourself this holiday. Permission to feel. And that's the best gift you can give someone else is just permission, letting, letting them be where they're at. Giving them permission to feel it. A lot of times with depression, especially this time, is it's, it's unresolved trauma and unresolved leftovers. It's old wounds that are washing up to be cleared, but it feels heavy. It feels hard. And we're not meant to do it alone. So the invitation is to reach out for support. Whether, it's, whether you feel drawn to work with me or whether you're drawn to see a talk therapist or counselor or, or another healer or whatever it is, 
just reach out, reach out to a friend. Reach out to someone that can listen without judgment. And you can even set it up that way. Just say, I just need you to listen, or I just need you to be with me, or I just need you to hug me. I just need you to sit beside me and not say anything. Tell them what you need. First, you need to identify what you need and then tell them what you need. People don't know how to necessarily be with those emotions. But if you tell them what you need, it's easier for them. And they can actually hold space for you. So underneath the unresolved resentment, underneath it all, is is the joy that will naturally arise, is is the happiness that will naturally arise, is, is the peace that will naturally arise. But as long as those dense energies and emotions are in the way, you won't be able to tap into that. It'll feel very far away, very hidden. You'll feel very disconnected from it. So my challenge for you is to use the holidays as your classroom for healing. And anybody who triggers you is an angel in disguise, pointing to that which is left over within you. Your willingness to look, your willingness to be curious, because a curious mind is a non-judging mind. Be curious, be open, be willing to heal. Be willing to use it. Use your life as a classroom. It's a beautiful gift. So the present moment holds so much. But when we're in our heads, we're very much focusing on the future, worrying about the future, especially money worries around the holidays. That comes in a lot too. More in January when you start to get the bills. It's a common thing. And then there's regret of the past. or unresolved wounds from the past. And that's in our head. It's like it's it's past or future. Our mind is programmed to look there, to understand, to analyze, to, to figure it all out. But when we lead with our heart, when we drop into our heart space and we allow the divine to work through us, we can actually be guided moment to moment, direction by direction, one direction at a time, We're given the recipe for our healing. And when someone triggers us or a situation triggers us, it's actually a gift. These triggers are a gift. Showing us what's left over, pointing to what we need to heal. And when we heal and release all these blocks, we're we're essentially removing and releasing and healing all the blocks to love. We're removing and releasing all the blocks to love that will allow, naturally, the joy to arise. It'll just naturally arise for us in that space. When you're in alignment, when you're living life by divine, there's, there's a beautiful peace that comes with that. But all of these blocks, all of these triggers, all of these leftovers actually interfere with our peace. So a prayer for you or intention you can hold when you feel triggered is, I am triggered. This is how I'm feeling. So identify how you feel. Own it and identify how you feel. 
I'm feeling frustrated. Accept it. Make peace. I'm feeling frustrated and it's, and it's okay. It's okay that I feel frustrated. So you remove the judgment. I'm feeling frustrated and it's okay. It's interfering with my peace. I want to be at peace. So then you offer over the situation. You offer over everything you think you know about it and everything you think you don't know about it. Everything that you can see and everything that's maybe in your blind spot. And you offer it over to spirit. Put it on a platter. Offer it over to the divine. Put it in a garbage can. I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter where you put it. Your, your intention is to forgive it over. Forgiving is forgiving it over. And then asking for healing. Ask for another perspective. Ask for a healed perspective. Ask to see through the lens of love instead of fear. Ask to see through the lens of love instead of judgment. Ask to be shown another way to see it. And it sounds so simple, but it's a really powerful exercise. I do forgiveness all the time. I forgive everything. It's one of the core teachings in A Course in Miracles. Forgiveness. But it's not forgiveness in the traditional sense of forgiveness. Yes, we do that too. But forgiveness is to forgive something over. To say, you know, I don't know how to heal this. I don't know how to see this in another way because the perspective I'm holding is painful. But I'm willing. So you offer it over to spirit. You offer it over to God. You offer it over to the universe and you say... Show me another way. And in that prayer and tension, Spirit will come and meet you. The Divine will meet you where you're at. And it knows exactly what you need and exactly how you need it. And it will give you the beautiful recipe one direction at a time. And those guided, that guidance comes in in the present moment. That's why we need to be present. That's why we need to be not in our heads thinking about what happened or what might not happen or what might happen in the future. We need to be present to what is and allow the guidance to come through and listen with an inner ear. It's a deep inner listening, feeling into it. Last week I talked about trusting your intuition is not what you think. If you hadn't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. As we trust our intuition, as we trust our heart to lead us, as we trust the divine to guide us moment to moment, everything is given. Every detail is given with divine timing, not our human timing, not always when we want or how we want, but I've seen many, many miracles unwinding and unraveling complex relationships, complicated relationships. And I've seen healing that have happened and and miracles that have happened between relationships, mine and other people's relationships. Remember that when you lead with your heart, you're actually serving everybody everywhere, including you. So through the holiday season, as much as you can, give yourself permission to feel. Be willing to lead with your heart. Trust your intuition. 
forgive and be willing to see every trigger and every upset as an opportunity to heal. Use the holidays as a life classroom to heal your leftovers, particularly around family dynamics and family drama, particularly around loss and grief. And reach out for help. You're not alone. You may feel alone because everyone's, you know, singing Christmas carols and smiling and saying, you know, happy holidays, and Merry Christmas. But I assure you, there's a lot of people that are doing those things that aren't feeling it authentically. And there's a lot of people that are actually challenged by the, by the holidays. And it's okay. And maybe just in listening to this episode or trying this on, maybe you might find some joy. You might. You might not. But that's not my intention. My intention is just to give you permission to be where you're at and feel how you feel. And not pretend. And not try. There's no image you need to uphold. But I need to leave you with this message. The fact that you're here listening to my voice and you're breathing means that there's purpose for your life. There's something for your life. There's something on your path. There's purpose. There's a role that you're meant to play. And it may be a small role and it may be a big role, but it's contributing to the healing of the whole, the whole of of humanity. And, And as much as the ego may have you convinced that your role doesn't exist or it's not important, I assure you that it is. I know it with every part of my being. And I need you to really hear me in your heart. The fact that you're here breathing means that there's purpose. And I want to encourage you to be open to discovering what that is. And it's not purpose in the way I'm not going to get you on a chase and chasing purpose. That's a head thing. But I want you to feel the purpose and maybe the feeling and maybe the purpose right now is just for you to feel the feelings that are there just for you to be here now just say yes to life in this moment just right here right now just with me your life matters you matter And you are a gift. You are a miracle. And whether you feel connected to that or whether you feel that that's really far away from where you're at, I know it to be true so you can borrow my belief in you. So I'm not going to wish you a Merry Christmas. I'm not going to wish you Happy Holidays. I'm going to wish you to be here now, to be present, to unwrap the gift of this present moment. Soften just for a moment. Soften your heart just for this moment even and receive the love that's coming to you through my voice, through the energy I'm working with, 
Just say yes to receive the healing. If you're willing, I'm going to move some energy now. So the invitation for everyone is to say yes, I'm willing to receive. And as an intuitive healer, I can move energy and I can do the work. I need your permission. So just say yes. Be open, be curious, see what happens. So I'm just moving some energy. Some of the energy is rising up. Some of the energy is coming down as a vortex. So there's, I work with about three or four different paths. So it's going to come in different directions. Just say yes to receive. If it's too much, ask it to back off. Sometimes you can feel dizzy or a little lightheaded from it. Sometimes you can feel nauseous as the energy is moving up. Sometimes pain or energy can intensify. So I'm just going to invite the energy to come in. And if it's too much, just ask it to back off. And it will. With your permission, I'm just going to do, do a little bit of clearing here. A little holiday clearing. Let's first release anything that's not yours. So you're willing to release anything that's not yours. Just say yes. And any energy or anything that's not yours is just going to clear quite easily because it's not your energy. And sometimes we hold on to energy of other people and we feel obligated and we kind of hang on to those things. We're just going to clear anything that's not ours. Just say yes to release it. And then we're going to clear some of the generational stuff that you're holding that's no longer serving. Are you willing to release that? Just say yes. Beautiful. Keep breathing. And we're going to invite some new energy to come down and in. Cleansing, clearing, scrubbing, purifying. Transmuting all density into more lighter energy. We're going to transmute all fear into love. As much as it's willing. As much as you're capable of. We're going to transmute any darkness into light as much as you're willing to release and I'm just going to ask that you're shown any areas of attachment any ways that you're attached holding on a lot of times we hold on to these things and we we don't think that there's a benefit but there's a benefit even if they're negative things we hold on to them Take some deep breaths, and as you exhale, let the breath fall out of your mouth with a bit of a sigh, a bit of an awe sound. Let's do that two or three times. Keep going with that breath if it feels good. Just going to move a little bit more energy. There's some collective energy that's coming up, so I'm just going to invite that collective energy. I have a beautiful vortex here, and we're going to invite that collective energy. It's not yours, but it's the collective energy of the feminine and the masculine and humanity. And some collective energy of the earth as well, our planet, is grieving as well right now. So we're going to invite that energy to come into the vortex, into the center, so you don't actually have to physically allow that to move through your body. Just say yes, and that will clear. Here we go. Beautiful. So I'm going to work with that energy. I'm going to continue to work with that energy as we end the call, as we end the radio show, just knowing that I'm going to hold you all in that space and continue to clear some of your energy. Just keep saying yes to receive, saying yes to soften, saying yes to the miracle, the potential for healing, saying yes to the opportunity, saying yes to the triggers, saying yes to the rest whenever you need to rest. Saying yes to the emotions, no matter what they are. Giving permission to feel. 
giving them space to express. So my wish for you is for healing. My wish for you is to awaken to the truth of who you really are. My wish for you is to learn to embrace your humanness and embody your divinity. If you need support doing that, reach out. I would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get these messages and you get these these episodes so you can sprinkle your life with the messages that actually support you, uplift you, empower you, and yes, challenge you to look at the leftovers. We're launching the Intuition Academy in January. I'd love for you to go to the website and check that out. I'll have the 30-day challenge starting so you can join on the website and I will have the Intuition Academy launching mid-January as well. So I'll do a free information call about that too. You can find out everything at heartledliving.com. And then next week, we will look at New Year's and how we can complete with 2019 and move into the new year using the five sites and to make a fresh start in 2019. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. Until next week. Namaste. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heart L-E-D, living.com.